0: Hey, welcome back to another edition of the First Cup Podcast, and we just want to say thank you to all of the listeners out there who have subscribed, reviewed, and commented. Keep the subscriptions coming. Keep the comments coming. Keep the reviews coming. Unless they're negative, keep them to yourself, and don't tell anyone. In fact, uh, just delete them and change your opinion. That would be absolutely (laughs) awesome, but if you have some positive feedback or uh, maybe you have some ideas for roasters, we should... Uh, highlight, or roasters we should feature, please let us know. We would really appreciate it. But again, thank you so much to to everyone out there who's already subscribed and reviewed and commented. Such a big deal for us Mm -hmm. and such a big deal for the podcast. But as we jump into today's episode, the first cup that I'm drinking is a cup of coffee. It's an Ethiopia from Motivate Coffee Roasters out of the Bay Area. And the cool thing about Motivate is that for every bag of coffee that you purchase, they actually send a dollar to Hope Enterprises, which is an Hmm. education program in Ethiopia that emphasizes both skill training and entrepreneurship in its vocational training and micro enterprise curriculum. Wow. I just read that off of the website. I, I, I'm not that articulate, but um, it's <laughs> it's not just a cool mission. But I'm sincerely telling you, it's a great cup of coffee. Mm. Uh, specifically, this Ethiopia has it, I really describe it as a berry bomb, and it in its uh, aroma, full berry forward. In its taste, it's really uh, deep and full bodied. But mm. it's it has really. Um, Expressive notes of berries. I really get blueberry, but mm. in the description, it has blackberry and raspberry as well.
1: What would you pair it with?
0: Uh, maybe a blueberry scone would Ooh. be delicious. Ooh, now I'm just getting hungry. Yeah, blueberry <laughs> scone, or uh, even if you have just blueberries sitting around or raspberries, I find that actually pairing coffee with its tasting notes can really give you some awesome, interesting results. Yeah, I've
1: always wondered: is it like better to do it? with the same kind of tasting notes or something that would contrast that or either way.
0: Yeah, you can do both. I remember when I worked at Starbucks, we'd always try everything with a vanilla bean scone and something that actually paired with it, oh. just to show what it looked like yeah. in contrast and by the way, nothing pairs with a vanilla bean scone. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. But uh yeah, I think, you know, when I first started uh in the coffee industry, or maybe a little bit after Starbucks, um I was at a roaster and they absolutely botched a roast. It was horrible and they knew it. Mm. And so they put it aside and they they cupped it with all the rest of their good coffees because they wanted to give all of their baristas and all their roasters a palate that had both extremes. Mm. And so, yeah, I think... Any tasting in comparison is, is probably healthy and gr- growing your palate. So yeah. there's some coffee knowledge for any of you coffee cool. nerds out there. Uh, but motivate coffee roasters out of the Bay Area. Great coffee. Cool mission. And uh, thank you. They actually sent me it from Instagram. So thank you so much for sending us some coffee. Very and if you guys cool. know anyone who'd like to send coffee or be featured, please let us know. But today we're going to jump into the topic of innovation. And... Mm. Um, Innovation, I think, sometimes can be this lofty, big idea, Um, but today we're going to break it down and make it pretty practical for us personally. And joining us, like always, the other man on the mic, Mm. none other than Bryce Ritter, the producer of the First Cup Podcast. Bryce, you want to say hello? Glad to be here. How's it going? It's going well. That's longer than your usual intro. (laughs) And um, I'm trying to
1: that. get a little more, more personable, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that. We need yeah. that. Thank you for that. I'm doing great. How are, you, how
1: are you doing? I've never been better.
0: Wow. It's like we're catching up for the first time right here on the air. I know. On the air, is that something they say on podcasts or is that just radio talk? We're
1: in air
0: technically, so I guess we're on top of air. Wow. Bryce, has anyone ever told you you have a great face for a podcast? This is the first time. You do. I appreciate it absolutely. Let's jump in hold. to <laughs> hold the laughter. <laughs> Why don't we jump into uh, today's topic, innovation? And here's the thing: is that I think that innovation is crucial for any organization or any business structure, but it is absolutely crucial. It's so important for our personal lives as mm-hmm. well. And without innovation, without change in the right direction, I think that we can find ourselves five years down the road still struggling with, still going through the same issues, the same things, the same hindrances that we're facing Mm, today if we're not intentional about changing upward, about innovating our lives. Look, I just, I think we either innovate the field or the field innovates us. Mm -hmm. And I hope that all of us, by the end of this podcast, we have some idea some uh, insight into how to be innovators, not just in the world, but innovators in our own personal life. So I just have five quick things for you. If you're taking notes, that's awesome. Um, If you're driving, please don't take notes. That's dangerous. But uh, if you are taking notes or maybe even mental notes, go ahead. Uh, The first one is innovation is for you. And it's for me, and it's for the entire team. Hmm. It's for you, it's for me, it's for the entire team. And if we're talking organizationally, maybe for your business, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe if you work at a coffee shop, if you have a photography business, whatever it is. You know, For my context, a lot of this has to do with the church life and um, working at a church, Zoe Church, shout out to the best church in the world. If you're in LA, come stop Mm -hmm. by Zoe Church. Uh, That's a plug for you. but. We're not sponsored by Zoe, by the way, but um, it's for you, Mean the entire team. In other words, it's no one else's responsibility to innovate your life. It's mm-hmm. your responsibility to innovate your life. Yeah. And sometimes we wait on the tech team or we wait on the creative team or we wait on someone else to innovate in order for our lives to grow and change. But ultimately, I need to be the one that's intentional to innovate mm-hmm. my life. I don't need to wait for an iPhone. I don't need to wait for an, for an Apple Watch. I don't need to wait yeah. for the new AirPods that have rechargeable docking station. I can innovate my life right now. It's my responsibility. At the end of the day, everything in life can happen, and if I don't change, that's on me. Yeah, that's, that's not on my family, that's mm-hmm. not on my parents, that's not on anyone else except for me. Innovation, it's for you, it's for me, it's for the entire team. The next one uh, is that never change so that you can really change. Mm. Never change so that you can really change. And maybe you're like, this is bizarre, this doesn't make any sense, but I think in order for your life to really characterize innovation and change Mm -hmm. and to grow forward, you really have to take stock of your life and figure out for yourself... What are the core principles? What are the core values? What are the fundamentals, if you will, Mm -hmm. that will constantly keep your life afloat? There's a few things in life that you should never, ever change. that's great. For for me, I have to understand this. First of all, my faith will never change. Mm -hmm. What I believe about God, the church, and his opinion on me, that has to be something that's a core value. No Mm -hmm. matter what happens in life, that value, that principle will never change. The way I treat my family, my wife and my, my son and my family moving forward, that will never change. I will mm-hmm. love them, I will sacrifice for them, I'll do everything in my power to allow them to live a life that's above the life that I had and give them opportunity, that will never change. Yeah. How I handle money and treat money, those principles, those core values, you have to, to determine for yourself what core values do I have in my life Absolutely. that are, are never breachable.
1: I think one of my favorite books actually puts it in a really cool way. Um, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, must read, top Shout ten of all the time. Um, and uh, Stephen Covey puts it like this: Uh, if you consider your your life as kind of, uh, you know, uh, being led by a map, so to speak. Um, if you're not, if you don't have uh, principles or core values that you live by, it's kind of like using a map with just kind of turn by turn directions, but you don't know where you're going. You don't know where the destination is. Right. So if you, until you develop or figure out what are my personal values and goals and and things that I want to live my life by, you're kind of just wandering around aimlessly in a sense. You might uh, pick up a few cool things here and there. You might accomplish something cool, right? Um, every now and then, but If you don't have something, if you don't have these principles in mind, then you don't really, really know what exactly you're living for, so to speak, in a lot of ways. So if I don't know where I'm going, how am I going to get there? Right. You know,
0: absolutely. I never just want to end up somewhere. Yeah. I never want to look back and be like, wow, how in the world did I get here? Instead, I want to look back and be like, man, this is how far I've come because I've known where I'm going. I don't think anyone's going to get to the top of Everest without figuring out some core fundamental things Mm -hmm. in order to get there. And I think for us, you need to determine for yourself, You know, I'm not going to say, hey, you need 10 core values for your life. You need five core values. You need a mission statement Mm -hmm. for your life. I think all those things are healthy, but some of us, we're still trying to figure out what those things are. In the meantime, you might as well write down the things that you value above everything else and live your life making sure those values aren't compromised or breached. Because what will happen is, all And truthfully, all of us, we already have these things, whether they're communicated and articulated mm-hmm. or not. Right. But if you don't articulate them, if you don't choose your core values, your core values will choose you. Mm. And oftentimes, if you don't choose them, then your core values become things like uh, preservation of self instead yeah. of... Uh, celebrating others. It becomes uh, using people as resource instead Mm -hmm. of empowering people and allowing their lives to be better. All of a sudden you have a victim mindset instead Mm -hmm. of a victor mindset. All of a sudden your life takes on a different form because you don't even know the values or the principles that you have. But in order to change, in order for you to really innovate, Mm -hmm. you have to live a life of fundamentals where it's not even on your mind anymore. This is just who you are, right? I remember Michael Jordan would say, uh, every summer he would add, he would innovate his game. He would add a hook, uh, you know, a hook shot. He would add a new dribble. He would add a Mm -hmm. three pointer. He would work on his footwork. He would add something to his game that he didn't previously, to innovate his game. Mm -hmm. But before he did that, he had to make sure every day during practice he was working on his fundamentals. That way he could really give his time and his effort to innovating because he didn't have to worry about the fundamentals yes. of the game. This is just a part of who he was. Absolutely. I think for us, if we can really dive into the fundamentals of who we are, mm-hmm. the core values of who we are, then we won't get caught up down the line when maybe tragedy strikes or opportunity comes, asking ourselves, who are we? Yeah. What, do, what do I even value? We already know what it is. Yeah. So it makes that decision so much more clear in the innovation your life, has such a more firm foundation and platform to go off
1: of. Yeah. And I think if you, if you think about this and you, you're saying to yourself, I really don't know what are my core values or well, do I have any, take some time, figure it out, invest. You know, that's the important part. It might take you a little while to figure it out, but once you do You have something really solid to live by, and it's gonna propel you so much further forward. As you grow, those principles will grow and change as well. You're gonna keep adding and innovating and and putting new things onto that. It's gonna propel you even further and further down the road that you wanna go.
0: Simon Sinek, and we'll continue on in just a second, but Simon Sinek in his, you know, really his famous book, Start With Why, he says, if you wanna get down to your core values, just keep on asking why. Mm-hmm. Until you can't get to another answer, so good. So, you know, what do I value? Uh, well, I value um followers on Instagram. Okay, well, why do you value followers on mm. Instagram? Well, because it validates my business. Well, wow, why is it important that it validates your business? Because I'm insecure. Well, why are you insecure? Well, because this happened when I was young, then mm. all of a sudden you get all the way down to the basic yeah. value of it and you go, Wow, That's I either great. love this value. Or I need to change this value so So, I can really become the person I want to be. The next one um, is know the rules so you can break them. Know the rules so you can break them. And I, love this I think one. innovation is so important. I heard someone say once, if it's if it's not broken, break it. In other <laughs> words, sometimes love innovation that. sometimes you do need to reinvent the wheel Absolutely. in order to find a more efficient wheel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to break the system in order to figure out a better system. In photography, for example, and Bryce is a musician and a producer, and an, an incredible musician and producer. And I, I, I'm sure it probably goes with this as well, but, mm-hmm. um, and probably most art in in its instance. But for photography, there's different rules that you should, uh, different principles that you can look at and say, hey, if I follow these things, and I'm gonna get a, a, you know, generally a decent photo to come out. Yeah. Right? Things like shutter speed or aperture right. or, um. You know, uh, how f- how far you are away or leading lines or mm-hmm. probably the most famous of these is something called the rule of thirds in making sure that your photo is lined up correctly so that your eyes are attracted to the right areas. But every once in a while, you're going to see something, you're going to find something in photography and you have to understand the rules in order to know how to efficiently break the rules. Yeah. And the only time I break the rules is, number one, so I can fully express the emotion of what I'm seeing. And Mm. number two, because it actually adds more value Mm -hmm. than following the rules.
1: Yeah. Right? If I can relate it to music, um, that's cool. I like that. Uh, You know, there's certain rules. Like, to make music, you have to set up a microphone to record it. Like, if you want people to hear it, right, you have to play a certain kind of instrument, right? You have to do A, B, and C. You have to follow these things. But... You don't have to stay in that box, right, of uh, my music has to have this sound or it has to be country, pop, hip-hop, right? Right. So that's great if that's what you are, but look at the most uh, uh, praised or – um celebrated musicians are usually the ones that are breaking those barriers mm. and they're they're going outside of the box they're breaking the genres they're combining multiple genres they're doing something that you've never heard before you've never seen before and those are the things that really strike us as humans right. and i think it is so important and another thing another way i can relate this to is um in, uh, in hospitality, I've worked a lot in hospitality before, and it's, it's a big passion of mine as well. I love people, and I think um, a lot of places I work, we we express the sentiment of knowing the rules so you can break them, right? We know we abide by A, B, and C so we can provide the best experience for this right. person, but every person and every individual is so different that you have to tailor their experience to each individual, Great. which means you're gonna have to break the rules to give them what they want. Because we maybe we don't serve this or we don't do things this way, but if that's what they want, I'm gonna try my best to, to get that for them. So if I have to get outside the box somehow to think about how to get around this situation to give them the thing that they need, then I'm gonna break the rules, right? right. But I couldn't do that without first knowing what the rules are.
0: Right, and, and I'll, I'll speak to that. I think that there are rules to breaking the rules, right? The first rule of breaking the rules <laughs> is that it should never compromise your core values. Mm-hmm. If you have to go outside of your morality in order to innovate, you've gone too far, mm-hmm. right? You've crossed lines that shouldn't be crossed. If I have to do something in my life that actually compromises my family, my faith, my finances, whatever it is, and then I've probably gone too far in my innovation, mm-hmm. right? Your innovation should tear down your boundaries in order that you can expand them Mm -hmm. not destroy them
1: Mm, you know I
0: love what you're saying in the hospitality industry you do A, B, and C these are the rules but every once in a while you have to go around those in order to accomplish what your core value is which is giving the best experience to every person that you come in contact with right now you're probably not gonna break the law in order for those to happen right that probably goes (laughs) past your core value so in your innovation if it's causing you to compromise who you are and your core values then you've gone too far in your innovation mm-hmm. the second thing is this is that I don't want to break boundaries that don't add value right. I don't want to break rules that don't add value breaking rules for the sake of breaking rules is called being reckless Yeah, and being reckless always has collateral damage mm-hmm. you end up harming relationships harming the product, harming uh, the market, whatever it is for you, your team, or your industry, Mm -hmm. if you're just breaking rules to break rules, maybe out of laziness, out of shortcuts because you're compromising your integrity or character, then you've gone too far in your innovation. Okay, let's keep on going. Uh, The next one is we can't afford to wait to innovate. Mm -hmm. We can't afford to wait to innovate. And, I think the most expensive reason to innovate is out of necessity. Mm-hmm. The most expensive reason to innovate is out of necessity, because watch what happens: if you have to wait to innovate, you have to wait to change because you're forced to. You're probably not. You probably don't have the the money saved up, you mm-hmm. probably don't have the time available. You yeah. probably don't have the emotional margin. Now you're fighting to survive and not to thrive. Yeah, you're ca- should, You're playing catch up. You're playing catch up, right? And, yeah. and that's best case. Sometimes yeah. we're not even playing catch up. We're playing, <laughs> you know, I'm in the hospital and I need to figure out what I'm gonna yeah. do, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think oftentimes innovation, and here's the thing, businesses who wait too long to innovate, they just die. No, they can 't survive yeah. it as humans as as individuals we have a little bit more margin right we 're a little bit more adaptive in our nature but mm-hmm. but an industry an organization if they don't if if they don't innovate in time well yeah. time will pass them by right they 'll be innovated out of the space. And I just think it's, we cannot afford to wait to innovate. You know, here's, a, let me give you a couple of case studies, right? Yeah. Um, the CEO of Kodak during this time was a guy named by Steve Sasson. And Kodak, if you don't know who Kodak is, famous photography, mm-hmm. uh, really a film company. Um, and they had the first ever digital camera on their shelf ready to go. The mm. first ever DSLR. And wow. This guy, Steve, he he looks at it and he says, this is never going to add value to the industry. The industry is never going to go that way. Let's shelf this thing. Man. We don't need it. And wow. all of a sudden, the industry started to pass them by. And yeah. by the time they actually embraced the technology, well, now so we nice. all know the story. Sorry, Kodak is out of business, right? Wow. And that's not the only example, right? What about uh, David Kearns at Xerox who has the first personal computer, the first PC in his hands? And mm-hmm. he goes... Man, no one is going to buy this thing. Everyone's going to buy fax machines, Mm -hmm. printers, and copy machines. So let's invest everything into that. And Mm. that's cool. Maybe you have a Xerox machine in your office, but all of us have a PC. Every single one of us have a PC. (laughs) Like, What if he would have just embraced the innovation that was right in front of him? Look at someone like Jeff Bezos who's invested billions of dollars into mm-hmm. the R&D of his company because right. he knows if he can even get a little bit of an edge, yeah. a little bit of innovation ahead of his competitors, mm-hmm. then he knows he has such a huge advantage. Let me just encourage you, if you're listening here and you're wondering when you should innovate, you should innovate yesterday. Yeah. If you have an idea, if you have a change that you want to explore, mm-hmm. just jump into it. Now, of course, in context, be healthy. Don't mm-hmm. be reckless. Yeah. Right. Make sure your core values are in place. But if you want to start a podcast, start a podcast right now. In fact, stop listening to this podcast. Download the Anchor app and record on your phone your first <laughs> ever podcast. Let me know in the comments. I'll go over and I'll I'll we'll shout uh, it out. Comment. I'll subscribe. I'll review. Yeah, yeah, we'll shout it out. You know, do that thing. You know, yeah. if you want to, if you want to write music. Stop what you're doing right now. Go write music if yeah. you want to. If you want to get a hold of your finances and create a budget, stop what you're doing and go do that thing. I love get that. Get ahead of the innovation curve; mm-hmm. otherwise, it will push you out of your space, mm. put you in a place that's not healthy. You can't afford to wait. Yeah. Can
1: I? I think innovation can be thought of too as on a personal level as just change and growth. Yeah. And I think as humans, that's what we're, that's what kind of fulfills us and is our purpose mm. and if we're not constantly asking ourselves those questions like where can I get better what do I, what do I want to get better at then we're gonna go stagnant and we're gonna eventually reach a place where it hurts us right so if you think about financially you brought that up a few times right if i'm if I'm just kind of going off my patterns that I've lived, you know, for a long time. And that's just me kind of waiting to the last minute to pay my bills or, or do this A, B, and C before I know it, I might probably end up in a lot of debt and in a place where I can't afford to do something like a major emergency comes up. Right. And now what do I have to do? The pain of all these years of me not changing is just lumping all at once (laughs) on me in a major way. And now I'm having to climb out of this huge hole that's probably 10 times more difficult than if I would have started here and just slowly said, what can I do to get better here? Mm. How can I pay attention to A, B, and C so that further down the road, I prepare myself to be more successful and not have to live in a world of pain and ruin and misery? Right, right.
0: You know? I think... And we'll, we'll move on here in just a second, but let's go back to last week's podcast, right? Andrew Andrew Martz, I love what he said. He said we should just, in our life, we're gonna have unexpected things happen to us, right? Oh, mm-hmm. all, all of a sudden we have to pay our uh, our registration, or a car gets hit, or. Yeah we break our phone, whatever it is, right? (laughs) Like if unexpected things happen to you all the time, we should just start expecting expecting them, right? And it's like, that's what innovation is. It's it's getting ahead, knowing that the rest of the world is moving forward. Let's get Mm -hmm. ahead of it. Instead of allowing the trends to inform our decisions. Let's create those trends to inform others' I decisions. That. So, so good. Uh, then the last thing, and I think this is this is fun. This is lofty. The CEO of JetBlue uh, says kind of the the motto behind the scenes is beyond crazy is fabulous. Hmm. And I love this idea that beyond crazy is something that is amazing. Beyond mm-hmm. crazy, beyond this idea of absurdity, you have real innovation. And I constantly want to be somewhere in my life where I'm testing the boundaries of my own perspectives, right? I want to think differently and wild just for the sake of doing so. Now, probably 99 of my crazy ideas out of 100 are actually just that (laughs) crazy. They're horrible. They will not actually add any value to my life, but there's one out of that 100 that maybe will propel me forward and innovate my life. you know albert einstein he says it like this he says if at first the idea is not absurd then there will be no hope for it Mm. and i think that's so profound that's so big and obviously in context please don't throw out any good ideas just because they're not crazy there's a lot of really good ideas based in logic based in reason but every just because an
1: idea is crazy doesn't make it good
0: (laughs) yes That's such a good point. Yeah. Just because an idea is crazy does not mean it's good. That is a great point. Yeah. But I wanna to get to the place in my life where I think the impossible is possible. Absolutely, I couldn't read more. No one who's ever innovated, especially in, I feel like in the technology space, ever looked at something impossible and said, well, it's impossible, this is never gonna happen. No, they actually innovated their way to the impossible. And I think the seeds of the impossible bear its fruit in innovation. Mm -hmm. And the more you just innovate, you innovate a little bit here, innovate a little bit there. Look, I used to think that innovation had to, like, meant I had to have this masterpiece idea every time. No, it's just a little adjustment here, a little innovation there, a little change right here. And the next thing you know, you look back and you see that you've accomplished the impossible mm-hmm. because you've lived a life out of in out of innovation and because just beyond crazy is something absolutely fabulous
1: i love the thought of what if impossible was there was no such thing that was not in our vocabulary right. that was that was not something we even recognize or understood right where would we be Jeez. i'm you know what i mean because right. that that we're the ones that put that limit on ourselves. We tell ourselves things are impossible, so mm-hmm. we don't even attempt them. The only people that have brought us as a society in every aspect to where we are today are the ones that were thinking this there is no such thing as impossible, right? right? They didn't settle right. for that. Otherwise,
0: we would still be back in, you know, wagon wheel days. Right. You know? At some point someone had to say, I think we can fly like birds, let's fly like birds, yeah. you know, or we can swim like fish. Let's create something to go, whatever, whatever it is. I hope that for you and look, impossible is scalable, right? Mm-hmm. It scales to every area and journey of our life maybe you're listening and you're like it's impossible for me to get out of debt no it's not impossible it's an innovation away it's impossible yeah. for me to have healthy relationships no it's it's not impossible it's an innovation away absolutely it's impossible for me to have a vision for, no it's not just it's one innovation away and i hope if you take anything out of the podcast today is that Really, your life is on the trajectory of progression, growth, mm-hmm. and innovation. So, and so thank you so much for joining us for the First Cup yeah. Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it, and we hope that you leave encouraged. We out. Peace. <laughs> Goodbye.